just go with, hey, welcome to the Finnish One Piece podcast. Uh, this is uh, the podcast by two Finnish uh, One Piece fans talking oh. in English so that we can also show this uh, horrible, horrible little experience to our international friends too. Uh, speaking is your captain of the, and with me is the uh, our ship doctor and first mate, Amin. What's up? Hey, what's up, bro? I was not expecting that, but that was beautiful. That was genius. I love it. Oh, thank you very much. It's uh, sometimes hard to know when to begin, and sometimes mm. if you don't know when to begin, just begin, I guess. <laughs> you That's know, just do beautiful. it. That's yeah. a beautiful life lesson. That's a beautiful Think life about lesson. The, like, the beautiful words of Shia LeBrouf. Just do it. Yes, just do it. Oh. Anyway. Yeah, we are back on again today. This is our fourth episode. We will be talking about uh, One Piece Volume 4. We are recording this on 9th of May, which means that, uh, uh, if you don't know, we are recording these like way before we release them. And we are recording this two days before we release our first uh, our pilot episode. How does that make you feel? Scared, but excited. Yeah, like I feel Anything it. and everything in life. <laughs> <laughs> What's your biggest fear? I don't know. I, I think my biggest fear is like uh, the quality of the sound, actually, because I, I'm, I'm feeling like really self-conscious about my voice and my, my stutterings. But I think... To be honest, I really liked the energy we had in that episode and the subjects we were talking about, and I think people will ju- just enjoy it. I, yeah, I, I enjoy it personally. Yeah, I hope so too. Like, I'm not sure like which would be worse. That if like we would get a lot of like, oh, sound quality bad, oh, English bad, oh, ooh, ooh, <laughs> uh, suck a dick better, ooh. Uh, uh, my mama don't love me. Ooh. Or, <laughs> or, or if uh, would be worse that like uh, nobody ever listens to this because that would be kind of like, I mean, of yeah. course we are doing this for our ourselves and for like to have fun, fun life. Like, there's no pressure in that sense. But mm-hmm. still, like, uh, if nobody ever sees it or try, that would be kind of sad, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah, it would be a waste, 100%. But I, I feel like if nobody listens to it, we have, like, options of, like, making people listen to it. Like, you know, just just going to Tinder dates and, like, <laughs> inviting people over to your place and just putting it on <laughs> and just watching them, just staring at them. You want like, to listen to some, some tunes while we make out? Yeah, <laughs> really get you going. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but yeah. also if you get like a lot of bad negative comments, uh, it doesn't really matter as much because I I feel like we are our own worst critics in a yeah, way, and yeah, you're like, sure. oh, what news is this? Like, like I I would actually have more fun just replying to the people, like you know. <laughs> Okay, that, that that will be your job, and I will be the one that just blocks the shit out of everyone. 
I mean, I, I, I feel like that's a better way to... Yeah. <laughs> if we get real bad comments, I maybe we can sh shame them publicly in our podcast. Oh yeah, oh, yeah that would be nice. <laughs> Give them more <laughs> yeah. attention. That's, and you know, if nobody the listens to, then we can like talk about whatever, like make this like the most racist podcast ever or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I like these ideas. Oh, oh God. Yeah, Finnish One Piece podcast is the name of the game today. <laughs> and uh, we are big One Piece fans and wanted to uh, share our love for the comic book. We are going through uh, one volume of One Piece comic book every week. And this is our fourth episode. We will be talking about uh, volume four, which is... Uh, Named in Finnish, Tosi Valheita, which translates to True Lies. Uh, the Wiz title, uh, which is the American one, is the, the Black Cat Pirates. And the Japanese uh, title is uh, Crescent Moon or Mikasuki. And the uh, thing about, like I said in our last episode at the end, that I think the Finnish title might be a mistake because in the uh, this volume, usually the volume name comes from one of the chapters inside the volume. And in the Finnish edition, there is no such chapter as uh, True Lies inside the book itself. That was in the last. So I figured that uh, the book name should be either like Crescent Moon as it is in Japanese or maybe uh, uh, Truth, which is also like... Uh, there's uh, yeah. in the book there's a mistake that the true lies uh, reads in the uh, what is a table of contents there reads yeah. uh, true lies but when you go to that page it actually says the truth so mm. anyway that's just a little thing uh, I, I uh, do mean, you have like yeah in the this title it says the black cat pirate so maybe they didn't have a title and they just came up with whatever made sense to them. I don't understand what you're talking about. Oh, okay, never mind. Finnish title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know, I know. Just never mind. Let's move on. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I mean, the Wiz title too, like, there is no chapter named uh, The Black Cat Pirates. They purposely mm -hmm. uh, chose that title. Maybe because that would sell better. I don't know. Who knows? Like, yeah, without yeah. asking, it's important to And I'm not here to, like, judge anyone's mm -hmm. uh, just speculating. And like no, definitely all, all the love to everyone who's like translating and editing and sharing, making it possible people to read this comic book in their own mother tongue. Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah. What was your like uh, initial feelings going to the volume four? Oh my god, I I really didn't remember how much I love this volume. Like. I honest to God, like, do you remember how much I love this guy? Uh, the first things I remember is the uh, cover is beautiful. I like yeah. the colorings. I like the, you know, how characters are, like, you know, composed. Oh, no, yeah. it's not the correct like word. Like Yes, 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 yes. And it just looks really, like, interesting. And yeah. I, I just love it. It's amazing. I, I agree. It has, like, really nice atmosphere and that. Uh, like, uh, 
it really like promises the exciting time in the volume. Like, yeah, yeah, I did it myself. Like, have like I was excited. This is a fun uh, action-heavy book, so I was excited mm. to always. And it's fun piece. It's always fun to go back, but I oh, don't like wow. have like uh, the most like strongest uh, feelings about this special issue. I think I got my copy from my uncle. But it's been like so many years when I got this, so, uh, so uh, I guess that's something. But other than that, like uh, it's fun piece. It's always fun to dive back in. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Like, um, like you said, it's really action heavy, and I am excited to talk about the action in this yeah. chapter. Yeah, and uh, today we are changing our. Uh, way of talking about this a little bit because I feel like, uh, especially in the last episode, we like uh, spent way too much time on just repeating the plot. So this time we are going uh, chapter by chapter, and instead of like uh, uh, using uh, like plot summaries I've written, uh, we are going to try uh, by so that I first read the plot summary of the chapter that is uh, uh, provided by One Piece Wikia because they seem to have like uh, little, uh, real nice like little uh, descriptions of each chapter that I think uh, work well enough and then we will just uh, dive into that chapter and uh, talk about like things we like about it and like what stood out for us and yeah we'll see how it goes like uh, mm. If this format works, then like we will stick to it. If it doesn't work, uh, then we uh, go back to normal next week. And if it's completely horrible, you will never hear this because we will just <laughs> record this episode again. <laughs> as many times it takes. <laughs> <laughs> whatever it takes. Yes, whatever it takes. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, are you ready? Should I? Uh, yes, I'm always ready. Let's go. Okay, so uh, chapter 27, uh, the um, a Finnish title is Velvolitus, which means responsibility. The Viz title is a True Lies, which is interesting because that was a chapter in uh, last book, one of the Finnish uh, chapter names. Anyway, mm -hmm. and the uh, Japanese title is a plan or suji. And uh, so, according to uh, One Piece Wikia, this is what happens in the chapter. <clears throat> Luffy survives the fall thanks to his rubber body, and Kaya refuses to believe Usopp's story. Usopp later lies to his crew to protect them, causing them to live in disbelief. The Straw Hats, however, are aware of the situation and agree to help. And the situation, of course, was that uh, uh, Kaya's butler, Krahador, is actually pirate captain Kuro, and he's planning with his uh, formal, former crew to assassinate Kaya and attack the village. And in this chapter, we see that nobody in the uh, village uh, <coughs> believes Usopp because he's known as a liar who always yells that pirates are coming. Mm. So, uh, uh, what are you thinking, I mean? Well, uh, I really liked 
how the chapter gives like uh, more sympathy for Usopp and uh, actually like punishes me for ever liking Captain Kuro by like <laughs> showing how Kaya is like preparing a gift for him and like everybody just like you know like the peaceful before the storm uh, I really liked how Usopp in this chapter is just like so panicky and so like heartbroken and like yeah you know struggling and it it was really emotional it was like really great punch it it made the whole concept work seeing like Usopp in such despair uh yeah. i remember like in in previous chapters in previous book like the village had this peaceful atmosphere you know where like mm. Usopp wakes up like smiling and like oh i'm gonna prank this village and like just runs around and like smiling and yelling pirates are coming but in this chapter it just like has this you know dark undertone and you like you just feel the dread and you're like please just believe him you know yeah it's the classic uh boy who yells wolf as we've talked about like nobody yeah. believes Usopp now that the thing is real and which is mm. like the which then ends up with uh Usopp like resolution that is really interesting which is that um he decides that to he will make this uh what he yell he will make make it uh alive uh mm-hmm. he's going to fight the pirates and stop them and therefore the truth he just told becomes alive because that is his responsibility as a liar and that is like yeah. something uh it's a very interesting idea that I don't think I've ever seen in any like uh, comic book or other like piece of fiction before. Yeah, I, I agree. One Piece teaches your kids to become liars, and it's a good <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah. But no, uh, it's it's a really interesting way to twist it. You know, like a lying is known something to be a really bad thing to do, but in this case, it's like. You know, kind of like a white fly, like like the most yeah. courageous, like yeah. And and I really like the chapter name in Finnish, which is responsibility. And like you said, like this is Usopp's responsibility as a liar. Yeah, and there is like this uh, moment where he like tells this new lie to his uh, crew member that consists of these three little kids, and like they how they are like disappointed and point out that like. Uh, we never thought that our captain would tell mean lies, and there mm. is like this uh, sort of like uh, theme in there here. I I see like there's like these white lies that Usopp usually tells that are like used to entertain people, mm. and then there's like this mean uh, horrible plot that is uh, made by Captain Kuro to assassinate someone to deceive people that. Uh, to actually like uh, have uh, like really menacing purpose, and that is like interesting. Yeah. Uh, one of the contrasts between the two mm. uh, captains. Oh uh, yes, I I agree with you one hundred percent. It's it's really yeah. like you know really satisfying thematic like you know exploration of like these two characters. Mm. Uh, another thing that I really liked about this chapter is when. Uh, Usopp is having this conversation with the Star Hat pirates, and like he's, he's obviously scared, but he's determined and like to protect his village and to make this become a lie. And yeah. 
I remember in, in the chapter he's saying like uh, he's he's afraid that uh, the straw hats are like looking down on him and he's like uh, his knees are shaking and he's like of course I'm afraid like don't 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 give me pity mm. and I think it was Sorrow that said like the reason why we're putting our lives on the line is because we respect you and we see how courageous you are and which yeah. is like another thing that like came up that Usopp is a coward but at the same time like you can't have courage without you know having fear yeah exactly that's the thing that like Usopp is the always the most uh, character that is the most afraid which also makes mm. him the most bravest when he overcomes mm. that fear and decides to uh, fight the good fight anyways yeah. and uh, yeah. I love that like our main character Straw Hat Pirates like see this in him and like uh, right away they see this and like yeah we respect you and that is why we will like uh, save this cause and join you mm. uh, definitely like a, a beautiful and important like uh, where this like bond between the four starts to become true yeah. Also, something uh, I wanted to talk about, I completely forget, like, uh, last volume, we meet the character Mary here. Uh, Mary is uh, Kaya's another, like, servant, and I really like his, has a really cute design because his hair makes him look like a sheep. Mm. And uh, uh, he's, like, a very minor character. Like, in last volume, we actually see him too, but only in two little panels. You can barely like see any of his features. In this chapter, he is uh, featured more uh, closely, but he doesn't like get even a proper like uh, introduction box that characters usually get, which is kind of interesting because he ends up being like uh, even though his uh, screen time is very small, he does like uh, have an important purpose in the story. Mm. You have no, any- I. I- I agree with you, but like as you said, it doesn't really have that much uh, screen time or importance at this moment. So it's kind of difficult to talk about him. But I have always loved his uh, design. He's really adorable and yeah. he's really cute. Yeah. And it kind of like reminds me of like how rich is Kaya that she has like <laughs> these two butlers. Like, yeah, just... she definitely should be eaten. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> by the villagers <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah 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 definitely like he she she has but it's nice like in here we see that like mary really just like uh Rahadur presents to we see that mary really cares about kaya because mm. we see 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 like her uh, we see kaya has for that gift for Rahadur and mary is like crying out of happiness how great the young mistress is and uh, and also, like, we see him, like, Usopp tries to, uh, when Usopp comes to Kaya and tells him that pirates are uh, coming for her life, uh, Usopp tries to uh, kidnap Kaya, like, you know, for her own good, which is a mm. very troublesome trope for sure. Mm. But here it mm. doesn't, like, uh, Usopp doesn't succeed. Uh, and we see that Mary really cares about Kaya, like, uh, the moment uh, Usopp grabs Kaya, Mary right away pulls out a gun and shoots towards yeah. Usopp and even uh, makes a hit in Usopp's arms as we see uh, later. And that's like a 
little moments for Mary, but still. Yeah. Also, yeah. Uh, also, so in that scene, I really like. Uh, we see a little first like hints of Usopp fighting. We he takes out two guards that uh, protect Gaia's uh, mansion, and uh, he uses a slingshot uh, to take these two like grown as men out, and it's really like fun way to fight because it's like fits his like uh, playful nature because he spent his life essentially playing a pirate mm -hmm. but he but here we also anyway see that like yeah his uh fighting style comes from playing but it's still efficient oh yeah yeah um uh, it's it's like you have to give a lot of respect for uso because uh before this um uh, chapter I, ha I remember when i was first reading I, I didn't have this really high respect that i have right now for mm. uso because i was younger and i was like okay he's fun he's charming but like he's a coward and he's a liar and i kind of don't like that <laughs> and he's kind of like sometimes annoying but like seeing him doing these things like you know fighting and like putting his life on the line it, it makes me like think like wow i really missed the point when i was younger you know yeah for certain yeah but Usopp, we didn't uh talk about much about him last time as we maybe should have like uh mm. Usopp has a really interesting like uh design to him he, because he has a long nose and very thin yeah. lips and uh yeah. he looks he looks way more goofier than like uh luffy zoro and nami and uh and, yeah uh, uh and uh, one thing that I've always like, noticed that like his features in his first appearance aren't as defined as they are now. Like the design mm -hmm. is of course the same, but I noticed like uh, as Oda draws him more, he becomes like more like uh, it's hard to explain. He does look a little bit off to what he is now, like uh, size of his eyes and uh, shape of his skull and little things that like that that mm -hmm. like. Uh, make him more happier to, and ni nicer to look at now. Mm. Mm. About the uh, design, I, I remember clearly when I was younger and I was reading One Piece for the first time, I I really didn't like Usopp's uh, design at all. It kind of reminded me of uh, some bad memories, especially the way his lips were drawn. So, oh, yeah. Like, black person you know <laughs> so I, I was always like a bit uh you know cold wary. on also yeah a bit wary which kind of maybe a bit explains why i didn't like his character for like yeah. a really long time because i always had this like memories of like this amazing candy i really loved to eat when i was younger it was um. called bigger uh, <laughs> skis uh, in Finland. And, yeah, uh, yeah. nowadays. Yes, thank God they changed it, but uh, yeah. it was... <laughs> so, uh, I'm, I'm glad that I got to mention that, but uh, the more yeah. I've seen him and the more I've seen his character, I have grown to love him and to respect him. And just I, I just adore Usopp. He's one yeah. of my favorites. Uh, here's the interesting because like Usopp for sure he has those thick lips and he has that like uh, curly hair mm -hmm. uh, but like because his skin is light mm. it's not racist right 
I I'm I mean I I don't know how to say that I, because he, like I always thought of him like to be like mixed. Yeah. But uh, I I don't know if it's like um like everyone has their own definition and like every person yeah. has their own definition. I remember clearly just being completely turned off. Yeah. Yeah. Sign. And, and like maybe yeah like it I I don't know if it has to do with racism or with Usopp's character like it doesn't help that he has curly hair <laughs> and those big lips but at the same time I recognize I put a lot of my own experiences and a lot yeah, of my own memories so it yeah. and yeah like I'm not like uh, my my comment was not a statement it was more like a speculative question yeah 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 no, I know I, uh, I I understood. Because it's of course like uh, this is a comic book world that uh, it doesn't really have like different ethnicities, mm. but it's clear that like Oda uh, always colors like pretty much every character's skin light, mm. which is like uh, it's hard to say if like someone is inspired by like maybe a black person or something like that. Yeah. And uh, interesting yeah. thing I'm thinking now, but that if Usopp didn't have those like. Uh, uh, heavy uh, comical lips, like, I don't think he would work, his design would work as well. Oh, well, I agree, and another thing that I, like, you reminded me is uh, when you're in One Piece world where you have, like, a person that looks like a sheep and and, and yeah. like, you know, these really fantastical, like, uh, insane designs, like, mm. it, it, it kind of, like, helps to accept Usopp as a character yeah. because I don't think I've seen a lot of people. I remember there was this one buggy character, like one buggy pirate, like who had like these really big clips. Oh but, yeah, and uh, he was actually in anime animation in the original version. He is colored black and he looks like yikes. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. American four kids dub. He, his color was changed to a light skin because of that, because he looked so, like, way too, like, yeah. Mr. Popo level wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like, uh, it, it really helps, you know, when there's, like, a world full of, like, really, like, insane characters, and it kind of, like, helps to, like, you know, it's not the first thing you, you think about is, like, oh, that's completely racist. It's like, okay, this is a world full of, like, Weird Insane people. looking people. <laughs> yes. And uh, it's the weirdness of Usopp I really wanted to touch on. Oh, of course, I love that you brought the racial aspect mm. of it because uh, I wouldn't like think that much about it without mm. you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, the weirdness of Usopp's aspect because like he is like the first like properly weird-looking mind character, and mm. uh, uh, I think it says a lot about person. Uh, what they think about like Usopp, Usopp's design, like are they able to? Because he looks a bit ridiculous, but he is, and he has diffi- uh, ridiculous aspect to him. But he is not. Uh, he is treated the same as any other character in One Piece, mm-hmm. and I think that is one of the beauties of the uh, series. Is that like, uh, no matter how weird you look you are still like a valuable character and you are treated as a person. And uh, I think that is something that like, 
sadly some people like can't get behind yeah um i i agree with you and i understand what you're saying uh it's it's like because of that like uh it says a lot how the straw hat pirates like immediately like see like beneath like in the surface level of Usopp's like cowardice and his lies and his really weird design and just like see what kind of man he is and like respect him. I'm not him. talking about the whole characters. Uh, I'm talking no, about no, well, I, people reading. No, no, I, what I was saying is like when you see the characters like automatically respecting him, it kind of makes me personally like respect and like to look, you know, oh, more yeah, yeah. deeply because if if Luffy and Zoro would be like ha, ha, like laughing at him, it would like like I, it wouldn't be easy for me to take Usopp seriously. But like yeah, when yeah. the story takes him seriously. Exactly, exactly, and I yeah that and that is like some people like I think have this like thing that they can't get behind ridiculous things. But I personally always love the mixture of like ridiculous and uh, more serious stuff. That is why, like, I love, like, Taika Waititi movies and, like, mm. things like that, mm. like, that are able to, like, uh, you never know whether the next page is going to make you laugh or break your heart. Yes, yes, that's the allure of One Piece, you know? <laughs> yeah. So... And it doesn't always work for it. Like, people are different. Like, some people like more serious, edgy characters, and, like, they're completely valid. Like, everyone has their own preferences, but I really enjoy how One Piece is, con- like, constantly, like, challenging me and my views uh, of, like, just throwing, like, completely random design and, like, just making me love him and, like, respect him and, like, you know, accept him, you know? You know what? You are so much yeah. nicer person than I am. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, think I have I'm, my own bad moods also. But yeah, yeah. But I'm like, uh, <laughs> like, uh, how should I say? Like, I'm like, uh, ready to go at arms. Like, uh, if you can't take like a character that looks weird, like, uh, I mean, seriously, is a strong word. But if mm-hmm. you can't like get in. If it stops you from getting immersed and, like, if you, like, uh, well, can't take that aspect, take his uh, serious aspect seriously, then, like, I think you are maybe, like, uh, limiting yourself from enjoying things and you're not, like, uh, uh, I don't know how to say say it. No, like... You're judging the book by its cover, like listening. Yeah, basically to that. Basically that, mm-hmm. and you're like way too like stuck in your ways, and like uh, you, like yeah, you I have know. like I... you have limited views, in my opinion, and like uh, uh yeah, I have like uh, uh, it raises negative feelings in me, certainly. No, no, no. I, I, I can, I can see why, and I agree with you. I feel like it's a big, like it's a shame. Like it's a shame that you're not opening yourself up and like trying new stuff, you know? Yeah. Uh, and and you like you're missing out a lot. And I hope like our podcast can like help people that have maybe those kinds of feelings 
like to get more into it you know to understand to, yeah, to get yeah. the love you know again you're so much nicer than you because <laughs> I, I would have said that like and if you're one of those persons this podcast is not for you I mean, I mean, it's not, <laughs> please don't listen to me. Please listen to Amit because he's actually a good person. <laughs> You're giving me too much compliments. I, I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> But I love well, you too. Well, now, now you know what I feel whenever you compliment yeah. me. Oh, that's adorable. Ah, bro, I love you. Let's let's move uh, on to the next chapter, will we? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, firstly, before before yeah. we go. Um, Another thing that I really like in this chapter is that they're showing a lot of scenes where Usopp is like, like close-ups to his face where he's like he's crying and there's tears mm, coming under yeah. his eyes, which like, uh, it he looks absolutely like how do I explain pathetic and like y- you understand me like he yeah, looks sad. you know like sad. he has actual emotions he he is yes. like really facing like consequences of his actions yes. and uh, yes yes 100% and if you like compare him to Zoro and Luffy which are like the badasses of the crew yeah. and like you don't get that humanity from them like at least not right now yeah you and know? not in the same way yeah totally. yeah 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 but yes i'm i'm ready <laughs> okay yeah and uh Chapter 28, uh, this one has like the same name in all uh, versions that we speak about here. Uh, Finnish title, Kuun uh, Sirppi, Crescent Moon, which is also the uh, Viz title, and the Japanese title, uh, Mikatsuki, which is also the uh, name of the book in the Japanese version. And uh, again, a little plot summary. <clears throat> Kuro wounds one of the other butlers, Mary, when he reveals his true nature. Meanwhile, Usopp and the Straw Hats uh, set a trap for the Black Cat pirates, only to discover the next morning they are at the Bronx beach, causing Luffy and Zoro to accidentally get lost. And uh, where your thoughts are? Uh... I, I I really like this uh, chapter also because um, once again uh, Oda is just like <laughs> beating my heart to a pulp because the chapter begins on like uh, the crew like making yeah. this promise to so that they're gonna like risk their lives and they're gonna defend this village because they respect Usopp which is absolute like I cannot put into words how much I love this you know like yeah. yes because they just are so ready and they see that like yeah. who also is and um yo so the butler uh C- captain Koro, is just like the worst person ever because yeah. um, he gets the present and he just like it's glasses for him and he just like steps on him and like steps on my heart and just just beats up uh mary, mary which yeah. like yeah yeah it's uh But, uh Of the first scene, I first want to mention, like, there's, like, that mix of humor and drama, because there are mm-hmm. so, such, a, like, funny scenes, like, there is this, like, uh, Usopp asks uh, of Straw Hats what they can do, and they're, like, Luffy says that I stretch, and Zoro says I cut, Nami says, 
uh, I steal, and then Usopp continues and says, I hide. And it's <laughs> like this uh, mixing fight yeah. and flight all the, all the time. Like, he's like such a great character. And like, yeah. the, uh, playfulness between these four is just like fun to see. And uh, yeah, going into the Mary uh, getting his ass beaten by Captain Kuro, it's like, uh, that scene has like really good drama, like the uh, crescent moon in the window, and then you like have this like we don't really see how he does the how he beats Mary. We just see that mm-hmm. something happens really fast, and we see like uh, like five plates. We don't see where they're coming from, and then we see like uh, Mary like. Uh, getting cut really bad, like blood spatters, mm. and it's really like this dramatic, cool scene that I like, mm. uh, almost like gives like cinematic feels, and I, one thing that I like, uh, because usually I've read this book like uh, in one sitting without like thinking that much, but now that mm-hmm. I'm like more focused on reading it chapter, one chapter at a time, I really love how they like tease Captain Kuro's powers. You know, yeah. Like they really yeah. like uh, in these few chapters, like Milk is like, what is it going to be? And like he's clearly a big threat, but you don't like see that mm-hmm. uh, like uh, that soon. No, no, no. I, I agree with you. Like uh, I, I, I really like how they are also teasing Captain Koro and his powers. I, I think I like the most how cunning and how like you know manipulative he is like it, it gives this uh this this like uh how do i explain like the story mastermind. really like shows yes mastermind which is like this looming presence you know in in the behind which gives it like this like um yeah how to and, uh, and as the, yeah. the chapters go forward we see like that even his own crew is afraid of him like uh we see yes. later like Django is Django, who is the current captain of Black Cat Pirates, uh, who inherited the position from Kuro, like we always see him, like be like, "Hey, we have to do this right, otherwise our like mm. captain will kill us, our our former yeah. captain." Like, uh, yeah. but yeah, it's definitely like gives like this, uh, yeah, like you said, looming atmosphere of like this. Yeah, and I and, I really like uh, Kuro's design also, you know. Uh, it's nothing special, but yeah. I, I feel like it it works. It perfectly. works because it's nothing special. Like he looks just yes. like a dude. Like he looks like a butler. Yes, like, I know. He has a young butler for for sure, but like he has like just glasses, like uh, hair nicely done, and a suit. But there's one yeah. super great detail in his suit is that he has yeah. this uh, golden uh, pictures of poop. Yeah, yeah, just showing how shitty he is, which is like yeah. just clever, clever. Yeah. And I also like the comedy, and like this is one of the one piece, like complete bizarre moments where like the straw hat pirates and also are waiting for the pirates to arrive for the epic battle to begin. And they wait till the morning comes when the pirates should be arrived, and they're like, nobody's coming. What's going on? And also, it's like, 
oh my god, it's the wrong beach, they're yeah. coming from the north side. <laughs> it's, just it's, like... it's like Great Plan because there's like two roads that lead to the village and they're like, yeah. Great Plan was to like cover this uh, hill road with oil so that the mm. uh, pirates wouldn't be able to climb it. But they are on the wrong side of the beach and they're, <laughs> they're like, all four of them rush towards the beach. But Nami accidentally pushes uh, Zoro down the oiled hill and Luffy... There was no accident. There was no accident. Oh, oh yeah, he, because Nami's uh, worried about her treasure that's on the other side of other beach with their uh, boats. And uh, yeah. <clears throat> and Luffy just uh, runs away, but because he doesn't have any sense of direction, he gets lost. And uh, Usopp ends up being the uh, first one to meet the pirates at the other side of the island on the other uh, road hill and uh, there's also like this uh, funny scene where uh, Django wakes up and once again he moonwalks to, from his cabin to his uh, crew and uh, it's all, all very funny but I, I, I just like this time I really like uh, take took notice of the black cat uh, pirate symbol because it's like mm. it's a, it's kind of cute. Oh, it's, it's adorable. Yeah, like this cute like cat that has like crossbones like a pirate like and it's like I love the con contract bit. Con 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 contrast contrast between the like the cute symbol and then like these pirates are all like these big brawly men and like they all wear <laughs> these little cat gears because they are furries. And I mean, who doesn't <laughs> like cats? I mean, they're so adorable. Wow. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> but yeah, I, I agree with you. Like the ship is so adorable and beautiful. And, and the funny thing is like for the longest time, I didn't understand why they are called uh, the Black Cat Pirates, when I was, like, reading the story for the first time, I was like, mm. um, uh, because Django, he doesn't look like anything to do with yeah. cats, and, and, and Kuro, he has some cat-like uh, aspects, but, like, also, uh, I don't see the, like, connection with mm. cats, and then, like you said, they have this, like, crew full of furies, and you're <laughs> like, oh, okay, <laughs> what's going on here? Yeah. I think it's but, because uh, like, cats are seen as intelligent and silent, silent, yeah. and that really fits Kuro. And also, he wears yeah, all so black. Just, yeah, so just Kuro loves cats. He's just the biggest yeah. cat person, and he <laughs> makes his crew dress up as cats. <laughs> Imagine and, being like a like a upcoming like uh, pirate crew member, and you see like a ship, like oh, I'm gonna join you, and then this like. Captain comes to you. Okay, welcome aboard. Here are your cat ears. You I mean, wear them actually... every day, or you, I will kill you. Uh, I mean, that'd be so adorable. I can see like Kuro just like putting the cat ears on him and like say, "Yes, you're a cute kitty. Like, welcome to my crew." You know, like, do you think they act like cats for Kuro, <laughs> or is that too weird? Oh my god! <laughs> I hope like, they do. <laughs> Like they say, yeah, Captain, good morning. And Kuro is like, I'm so happy. Yeah, <laughs> scratches this brawly little big man. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, I love that. I love that. Yeah. But uh, I also really like, as you said, how Usopp is the first person to arrive to the yeah. beach where the pirates are coming. And like the chapter ends there, 
uh, we see like Zoro stuck on the other side of the oily hill and like Luffy just being completely lost. And it gives it like Usopp like uh, like this this uh, like he has to do something right now, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like he, he can't he's... like uh, hide behind those like uh, yeah stronger pirates yeah. and like it gives him like a chance to so show his guts. Yes, and, uh, exactly. Yeah. And uh, so it sounds like we are ready to move on. Yes. Chapter 29. Finnish title is Maki, which means hill. Uh, this title is Uphill Battle. And Japanese title is Hill Road, uh, Takamichi. Which, well, very described, descriptive chapter titles for sure. All fit. Mm. fit. And uh, once again, uh, the a little synopsis, uh, nice and short, only two sentences for sure. Uh, Nami and Usopp attempt to fight the Black Cat Pirates on their own, but are no match for them. Just before they are defeated, Luffy and Zoro arrive and take care of them. Yeah. So it's, uh, we see, uh, one thing I really like that, uh, there, it, it uh, starts very funny, the chapter, like we see Usopp trying to lie and bribe his way out of this situation. He first like starts with that. I have 8,000 men waiting for you in the village. We are ready to face you. And uh, it's really funny because like uh, Django totally like believes him. <laughs> but then he's like, uh, men are like, hey, Django, you're a fucking idiot. This dude is lying. And then Usopp <laughs> admits it. And then yeah. like uh, uh, Django's men find uh, uh, Nami and uh, Luffy's uh, boats, and they like uh, find the five million buried treasure from there. And then Usopp is like, "That is my treasure. I will give it to you if you leave." And then these Django's crew members are the ones who are like, "Oh damn, we are being bribed. What do we do?" <laughs> and yeah. then, then it's Django who is the voice of reason. Like, "What the fuck, dudes? Of course we will take treasure, and of course we will also attack. We are fucking pirates." <laughs> It's, Which is like, I really like that one a lot because it, it, like, it, it reminds me of what Luffy said to Nami when they were in Buggy's uh, mm. place. And Luffy saying like, if you don't have this, uh, what's the name, the, 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 the drive to put your life on the line yeah. when you're fighting against pirates, like it's not going to work out for you. And here we can see like Usopp like trying his best to get out of the situation, like his yeah. best not to put his life on the line. And yeah, I, I really yeah, enjoyed that. Work out, yeah. And then Nami arrives and uh, what I really like is that we see this like uh, Nami's, Nami and Usopp uh, bond starts, like I think this is the point where that's Mm. gives birth to their bond that's like one of the funniest in the series because they are two like these uh, normies in this group of like monsters I'd say yeah. and yeah. they are like uh, they are like fighting arguing about which one of them is weaker and like <laughs> and it's just funny interaction and then they like decide that okay we have to like put up some sort of fight and they throw these like uh, feed spikes on the ground that like seem to be very effective and they both are able to take out one pirate each mm. but then th we have this like uh, very like uh, always like uh, uh, gets me this scene of this one uh, nameless black cat pirate with uh, uh, 
strong uh, sideburn game. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> they have this big ass hammer and hits Luffy's, uh, uh, sorry, Usopp's head with it, and I think that always looks like really like brutal scene. Oh because yeah. Big big hammer made of rock, and Usopp just falls down, and he like still like desperately tries to like stop like stop stop going to the city and like that always like uh, it really shows uh shows that Usopp maybe isn't the best fighter but he still has that heart and he will still try his best mm. I, I I agree with you and like you said uh Usopp takes a lot of damage in yeah. this story <laughs> you know but uh, he always like is standing up and it gives like I don't know how to explain this, but I really like have nothing but respect because I feel like at the beginning uh, I was talking a lot of shit about Usopp <laughs> in yeah, a way. Exactly. So I I, I want to make sure like uh, people know that you have like, yeah, like him. Yeah. I I have changed it. I have changed my uh, thoughts about him. And like if someone is also like right now reading it. And they're like not really digging Usopp at all, which is like understandable because you have like Zoro and Luffy, which are like the coolest characters ever, you know. Yeah. So like some someone like Usopp, it's easy to just like side him, you know, put him in the sidelines. Yeah. But you get to see like he is a match for them, like why he deserves their respect and why he deserves your respect also. Yeah, uh, exactly. And and one of the small panels uh while nami and Usopp were like discussing how who's gonna fight is uh which i really love is that nami takes her in a way girl card out and yeah. she's like i'm a girl how am i gonna fight a bunch of pirates and Usopp just doesn't accept that he's just i'm a guy and my knees are shaking so yeah. it doesn't matter like sex has nothing to do with this and we're both yeah. like scared and we don't want to fight you uh, and, and, and like you said earlier is we get to see uh, the fear and, and the yeah. hype for I Captain Koro because yeah. oh yeah like, please go ahead yeah the pirates like uh, get annoyed by Nami and Usopp and like yeah let's kill them but Django is like no no just move fast we have to go there because otherwise Captain Kuro will kill us Mm, and mm. we see again like this piece of like Kuro is really a big deal. He is like nothing yeah. to like uh, take lightly. And then we have this amazing moment. Zoro and Luffy arrive finally, and yeah. all these like a nameless black cat pirates just fly away because they are so yeah. like overpowered compared to them. Yeah, uh, I really love that scene because uh, you get to see like uh, the situation is getting out of control. Uh, Nami and also don't have anything to do. Like they don't they don't hold any candle towards the pirates, and they're just about to rush to the village and just cause havoc. And you see like the saviors coming, like they're cool badass, like you know. Uh, yeah. poses and the first thing they say is just like some random nonsense <laughs> yeah they are <laughs> Luffy yells that like Usopp you didn't tell me where the north is <laughs> which is like dumbest thing ever and Vosoro is like he's pissed off that Nami kind of like step on her and yeah. like 
mean, it's that's fair, beautiful. though. That's fair, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> compare that to Luffy, <laughs> who's angry about not knowing where the North is. It's just, like, <laughs> it makes me laugh. It's, uh, I just went where it looked colder. <laughs> <laughs> I love Luffy so much. Uh, me too, me too. Yeah. And uh, moving onward. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we have the chapter 30. Uh, Finnish title is the English word great. But the Wiz title, the American version, is uh, backfire. And the Japanese title is also the English word great or greato. And uh, once again, I'll give you the little uh, summary from One Piece Wikia. Uh, Jungle attempts to hypnotize Black Cat crew members to make them stronger, but accidentally hypnotizes Luffy as well, who overpowers them, forcing Jungle to hypnotize Luffy to sleep. Meanwhile, noticing they are late, Kuro decides to find out what is happening, though Usopp's, Usopp's crewman uh, Onion notices him leaving. Uh, thoughts? Uh, yeah, I, I really love how the the chapter begins with like Kuro just waiting and you can see how pissed off he is. Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, I, I think this is a really good character like uh how do you explain like moment? Uh, moment, yeah, because you can see like in a nutshell what kind of character uh, Kuro yeah. is. He's like yeah. really like planning and he's like really like everything has to happen on time and you know yeah. like a control freak, you know? And yeah, you can exactly. see like He's getting pissed that, like, this is not yeah. going, like, as he planned. Like, what the fuck and is happening? Yeah, and, and you, you notice that this is something new to him, like, and by the reaction of his crewmates, they try their best never to disappoint him, never to, like, yeah. you know, go against him. So for him to see that something like this is happening is, like, uh, it, it gives, like, me cold shivers. And I really like how, you know like suffocating atmosphere he has you know yeah for sure and uh one thing uh we don't often talk about but i wanted to point out that like uh, every chapter has its own cover and this mm -hmm. chapter i really like because it's like uh, luffy zoro and nami are drawn as these big ass robots and like like mechas and they are destroying the city and i just wanted to point it out that i love that like picture oh yeah it's amazing um it has a lot of really great like cover arts uh, throughout the 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 books, the volumes, and I'm really grateful that you mentioned it. It's it's amazing. Yeah, and uh, moving to the action of the chapter, it's again really funny. Like uh, first of all, Django is able to hypnotize uh, his crew members to believe they are stronger, and they it actually works. They like mm. able to like uh, break rocks now with their fists. And yeah. uh, one thing, funny thing I noticed that Jago now suddenly uh, knows that he has to cover his own eyes when he's hypnotizing. Which yeah. he before have established that he has this gimmick that he always hypnotizes himself as well. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I I remember I remember like Kuro told him that like you have this habit you haven't still like uh, gotten over it like in yeah. past yeah so I, I think he reminded him which makes it like interesting you know yeah I think it's 
I think at this point Oda realized like uh, he has to have a way because otherwise mm. it will come in front of the story. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. And we, of course, because Luffy is a complete dum-dum, he also <laughs> gets hypnotized by the same, and uh, and it's amazing, because yeah. he uses one of his uh, most awesomest uh, gum-gum attacks, gum-gum gatling, where he basically shoots uh, many, many gum-gum pistols at the same time, so that it looks like he has, like, hundreds of arms, and he basically takes mm. out the whole crew with it and it's this amazing panel and you see those yeah. guys fly and like yeah this is like oh action love it gets me like yeah, pumped we... up and then like I... yeah i agree with you and i just quickly want to say that this attack is probably my favorite attack in the whole series it's yeah. really simple but it's just it, it just like it's it's so satisfying, you know, especially mm. when he does that to a single target person and you can see all the punches landing. Oh, yeah, best. yeah, it's like really great. And then we have another amazing like badass moment because Luffy rips off the like the uh, what do you call it? The front. I forgot to check this word. The front uh, of the ship. Stem. The stem. stem. I think yeah. Stem with the cat head on top of it. He like rips it off and it's like you ask you see like luffy's like a bicep like mm. uh like uh how do you say like coming bigger and like he pulls it off and he's about to like hit all the pirates with this with the same man but then uh Django takes him out by hypnotizing him to sleep and like suddenly the danger is over yeah and, no, it's just it's it's a lot of fun comedy. Uh, like it it shows how like as you said, Luffy is so naive, so innocent, so simple minded that like a hypnosis that wasn't even meant for him. Yeah. He just instantly like gets affected by this. <laughs> and also like that his strength is unbelievable. Yes. Like, yes. He is like that. Luffy is like a perfect mind character for One Piece because he's such a like mixture of weird and badass and like serious but also like hilarious humor like he's like he has mm. everything you want in him yeah so he uh, represents the uh, whole series great in a great way and uh, yeah do you have something else about the, this uh, oh, no. chapter no, nothing no. at all. I, I really enjoyed how it made me laugh, but uh, as you said, it also had like this really badass moment. And the first Gum Gum Catling is just beautiful. I love yeah. how it's drawn. Like you can see all of those like hands just flying yeah. from his attack. Beautiful. Yeah. As a person who sometimes like likes to draw for fun, like it would be so annoying to draw all those hands. So <laughs> I have to like I mean, yeah, yeah. I of course I always have to like lift my hat to the like comic book artist, but it's like the amount of work that must have taken. Like, I can only imagine. Yep, yep. And uh, <laughs> uh, next chapter, once again, it is the same uh, chapter name in all languages. Uh, uh, truth in English, uh, totus in Finnish, and. Shinjitsu in Japanese. And uh, 
a short synopsis from One Piece Wikia. After waking up, Kaya finds the wounded Mary who tells her everything and they were wrong about Usopp before she leaves to confront Kuro. Usopp's crewmen meet and agree that Usopp lied earlier before noticing Kaya and decide to follow her. Meanwhile, Zoro begins his battle against the uh, Miao Ban brothers, only for one of, th one of them, Siam, to steal two of his swords. And uh, yeah, starting with that scene where Kaya finds Mary, that is like one of those like great brutal violence, uh, mm. results of violence rather, where we see like Mary looks really bad with the, all the all oh, these yeah. like cuts all over him and he's bleeding all over and we see like this is like another piece of Kuro's power because we see like in that room where he is that there are like these long scratches all over the walls and like mm. it's really like heartbreaking as the Mary and Kaya talk and they like realize that Usopp wasn't lying and that that the this like this uh, Mary's co-worker and Gaia's caretaker Krahadoro is actually like evil pirate Kuro and like a, yeah yeah it, it, it's it's really like uh, the atmosphere and the feeling like I think it really like comes through yeah it, it it reminds me of like you know when you take a step like when you're walking down the stairs and you miss mm. a step and you you get the feeling of like something sinking in your stomach and the small yeah. panic like you can you, you you get that feeling like when i was reading i, I got that exact feeling that like yeah. i was like you know falling from like the stairs and um i really enjoy how like kaya's reaction is like she is automatically like remembering all the good and the sweet words that kuro was telling her you know and like it just makes that betrayal even hit even harder. Yeah. And Mary, like you said, he looks so brutal and like it's so devastating. But also, like I have a lot of respect for him because he comes up with like a really great plan on how yeah. to save the village. And yeah, like, he's right away like Kaya. You have to give Kuro his money. Like your life yeah. is much more important. Go and try to like buy yourself safe. Yeah, and uh, it's of course pretty like heartbreaking in a way because we know that like mm. uh, what Kuro's plan is and like yeah, that yeah. It's, 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 it's yeah. What I also like how like Kaya is this like a damsel in distress, right? Yeah, which is like a, a used trope. Uh, yeah. Like, but I also really like how Oda kind of gave her a chance play as a heroine because uh mary is saying like you're the only one who can save this village yeah like, by exactly. giving kuro his money and this girl that we've seen that was all the time sickly and very sensitive yeah. and you see her like you know embracing that like you know inner strength and like taking control and like taking responsibility i really enjoyed it amen and i think that fits really well this story too because this is the introduction story of Usopp and like mm. uh, he too like is not always the strongest physically but yeah. he has guts yeah. he has like a heart 
and this yeah. and then we have Captain Kuro who is the opposite who has like who's like uh, I I would go even as far as to call him like the true coward of the yes, series one, yes, but, 100%. but he has the physical power and the intelligence which makes yeah. him strong yeah in that sense yeah. and that is like interesting another like uh, uh, contrast between the characters here and yeah uh, I... and uh, uh, then yeah we there's the what point I made about that Usopp pirates the kids they see Kaya going past them towards the beach and they have mm. also realized that maybe Usopp was actually telling the truth and there is pirates that are coming yeah yeah and uh, uh... I don't have much to say about that scene but uh, no, 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 no. It's just set up uh, for yeah. the next chapters. But I really like how um, the introduction for the Nyamban brothers is. Yeah. Uh, and the design is just. I I love the design. Yeah. <laughs> so, Nyamban brothers is the uh, name for them, and uh, I have to mention. So they are Siam and Puchi, are the names, or Siam and Laiku in Finnish. Uh, and I think Japanese names were Sham and Butch, but yeah, uh, yeah we it's it's a classic pairing of a uh, fat guy and a thin guy, yeah. and uh, uh, the Black Cat Pirates sees them like, oh, they're the strongest uh, people in our crew. Even Django can't beat the two of them. And uh, mm. first of all, I have to mention the Finnish name of the uh, duo. Uh, they are Kissal and Poyat. <laughs> <laughs> That's so adorable, yes. I know, please. I know, but uh, so uh, translation would be like Boys of the Cat Place, uh, kind of, or yeah. Cattington Boys or something. Yeah, Where the name, Boys. Yeah, the name comes from actually a really old comic book named The Cat uh, Cats and Jammer Boys. This is like, I think it was like 1895 some comics about like uh, troublesome kids and the word Kissal and Poyat, uh, Boys of the Cat Place, is actually uh, like this old uh, uh, playful but also lightly mean word for cops. Really? Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. I, uh, I, wow. I didn't uh, either. Like, I accidentally read it in one piece video that the, it means cops and then I like googled it and find out the that where the name comes from and like it's it's just like I love that like uh, translation <laughs> name because like uh, yeah Mia Bad Brothers or Mia Band Brothers it does nothing to me but now I know that that Kislapoya actually like means something like yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, because like uh, design wise like uh, these are not characters that I spend like a lot of time thinking about. Like, and nothing wrong with them, like, they're a fun pair and they fit the story very well. We have, like, a fat guy who wears cat ears and thin guy who wears cat ears, and they, like, uh, they're they're kind of funny, too. They, like, first start, like, like as if they're very cowardly and, like, oh, no, don't mm. make us fight. That guy looks very strong. <laughs> and then we have this, like, uh, 360 as uh, Siam suddenly attacks Zoro and shows that we were just faking it and like 
we are actually strong and then he quickly steals two of Zoro's swords and like Zoro's face is like oh shit this yeah. is like uh, I'm, I'm in deep shit like I only have one of my swords and these guys are actually the real deal after all yeah yeah he kind of like I, I think we all uh, kind of dropped our guards with how their design was and how they were acting, which kind of makes gives them like this uh, really playful cat-like uh, personality yeah. that I, I really enjoy. Uh, it's yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> I just wish that they would be like acting more cowardly because I really love that. Uh, yeah, it worked if well it was for more me. stretched and like yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, if all was... of their attacks were, like, they were just running and, like, crying <laughs> and, like, maybe we'd yeah. get too old, but Yeah, still. who knows. Yeah. I think the initial surprise was where maybe it wouldn't work if they just kept going on. That oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> but one thing <laughs> I have to say is that, like, uh, I have, like, started to really love, like, these, like, uh, the thing I like about Butchie is that, like, he's a strong fat guy. We don't, like, uh, get enough, like, strong, fat fighters in, like, any uh, piece of media. And, yeah. like, uh, I own uh, this, like, uh, collections of, of old kung fu movies. And, like, there's this uh, old kung fu actor named Sammo Huang, who's, oh. like, uh, he's, like, you do you know him? Of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he's, like, a fucking badass and, like... I watched this documentary on Netflix called uh, Iron Fists and Kung Fu Kicks. I really recommend it. It covers the history of Kung Fu cinema from 60s to the modern day. And it's really fast-paced and you get a lot of information. But like from that I learned that uh, Jackie Chan describes Sammo Hung as uh, he's big as an elephant but fast as a monkey. And wow. it's just like I love seeing like a big guy like him, like Samohang, like kicking ass, making fast moves, and it's just like so cool to look at. And yeah, I... it doesn't have much to do with Bachi, but just the point is that I want to see more strong fast guys. I'm really glad that you mentioned it because I didn't even think about that aspect. Uh, but I agree with you 100%. Like, yes, please, more of those yeah. kinds of characters. Uh, it kind of reminds me of a lot of uh, conversations because, as Oste has mentioned it, I'm kind of the ship's doctor and I'm I'm currently in med school, so I I get to see a lot of like like fat shaming and fat phobia yeah. and like uh, if you look at the Olympics for example, there's a lot of like um, athletes, top class yeah. athletes, right? That aren't built as like with six pack and like you know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, because uh, like, but they still like yes, but they different still sports like require different kind of body type and like there yeah. is not only one way of being strong. Yes, exactly my point. Exactly. Yeah, like somebody in the documentary said that like yeah you can hit like a fat stomach of Samohang, but you will hurt your arm doing hand doing it because he is it's like all muscle like yeah. above that like or behind that uh, fat i'm not sure how human anatomy works <laughs> but it, like it doesn't really matter but yeah yeah it's like uh we haven't like a lot of talk about but like fat representation like and i yes. i don't think we are the right people maybe because we aren't really fat at all 
yeah. talk about this, but like uh, something that we definitely want to see more in all fiction. So this One was a little, little SJW corner. Uh, I love these corners. We should have more. Of yeah, them. definitely. I'll be honest with you. Uh, yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. But like, I just wanted to make point point out of it that like, in case someone you know, don't know who we are, like, we are not. Mm -hmm. We are gonna be like honest and very like. Uh, yeah, we are all about representation and whatnot. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! And you know, this is one of the reasons why I love you. You know, this is one of the reasons why you're my captain. You know. Oh, like, thank you. Really great, really great job, like taking this really important topic and like saying it out loud. Like I, yeah. I respect that. Yeah, and this all came from this <laughs> <laughs> guy who dresses up like a cat and uses these uh, cat claws <laughs> as his weapons. And uh, going back to the one piece where we are at, that uh, the teen guy Siam has stolen Zoro's sword. And that ends this uh, chapter uh, mm -hmm. 31, unless you had something else to say. No, uh, that was perfect. That was perfect, yeah. actually. Okay, moving on to the chapter 32. Uh, Finnish title is A Hyvä, which means a no good. Uh, this title is Cruel Fortune. And Japanese title is a Disaster or Daikyo. Once again, as you know, I will read the uh, little plot summary here. <clears throat> Zoro fights at, at a huge disadvantage with only one sword. Nami attempts to re recover Zoro's other swords, but is intercepted by Django. Kuro soon arrives, angry that his plan has been delayed. And yeah, it's... Uh, uh, oh, here was cool cover too that I pointed out. We were just talking about yeah. kung fu movies, and this chapter had like this uh, Chinese kung fu style cover that I really liked. Yeah. Like Nami has this beautiful, like Chinese dress, and uh, Luffy and Zoro are like doing like these cool moves, and like I just like my kung fu loving heart just like melted looking at that I, cover. I I agree with you. I especially like uh, Luffy's. Uh, pose in here yeah it gives this like monkey like you know uh exactly. feeling which is his like namesake and i wish we could see more of that like uh in the story also you know yeah yeah it's, it is like one fun way to use his like a stretchy uh, rubber powers to like uh, bend in these weird positions but yeah. uh yeah diving back to the actual story like uh we have this, uh, even though Zoro has like one sword only, he still can fight and we have this awesome panel of him like cutting Siam's like stomach open. But yeah. then it's, it's like, uh, it's a really badass panel, but then a shocker, he cut nothing because uh, Siam was so thin that like uh, Zoro was only able to put his shirt and make it look like his stomach got cut and like Siam gets upper hand of uh, Zoro and takes him down and then we see uh, Bucci's amazing power as he jumps in the air and lands on his feet and like basically makes like the ground uh, 
how do you say, like ground breaks, and Doro mm. is barely able to uh, dodge that. And he even comments that, like, if that had hit me, like, I would be like a bag of like uh, ground beef mm. or whatever. Mm. But like, uh, yeah, I always love that. Like, uh, I like love big panels of these like badass action moments that that is the Doro cutting CM. And this is a weird one. I think I always ready read the looked the panels too quickly or something, but it did take me a few reads before I understood that like what actually happened in that scene. Uh mm. how how CM was able to like dodge the Toros attack. But now that I like since ever since I've understood that I've loved that scene even more. Like it's such a like yeah. fun fun moment and shows that like these two have really interesting way of fighting and they work really well as like duo duo of the uh Mio band brothers. No, I I I agree with you. Uh I also had a lot of uh, trouble understanding what happened in the first first couple of times when I was reading the story like yeah. a long long time ago but now that I've also understood it's just so yeah. <laughs> it's just so one piece you know and it's, yeah. it's a lot of fun uh, yeah you have it's, to look really closely to the panel where Usopp explains that ha- yeah. what happened so that you can see how like CM's clothes work and how he has like yeah. uh, his uh, stomach pulled back all the time yeah uh my favorite scene actually happens after that uh your description of like uh zoro dodges uh, the attack and uh, both of them are like hitting zoro mm. and Usopp decides to intervene yeah. and like hit one of the one of the brothers and that's like such a badass moment where yeah because yeah no go ahead go ahead <laughs> What Zoro does is uh, Zoro instead takes this uh, Usopp's uh, uh, shot from Usopp's slingshot, and then he like uh, because of this the Miao um, Band brothers get an opening and ah oh, it's a pretty like great panel of Zoro getting his stomach uh, cut really badly by claws of the brothers and uh, mm. and then we're like what what why did he do that and then we realize that. Uh, if Usopp had hit one of the brothers, they had attacked Usopp instead, and Usopp is in no condition to fight because, as we yeah. remember, he got that huge blow on his head from that giant yeah. hammer, and uh, it's just just a, like a great uh, moment where we see how like even Zoro can even in this extreme pressure where he fights at a disadvantage, he's still thinking about his friends all the time, and he sees. Yes sees like how the battle will go from there yeah uh it, it shows how like responsible and loyal zora is and it's just like i really enjoy that moment where like Usopp realizes like oh damn he like zora just saved my life you know yeah. it, and it's, it's really just powerful. like yeah it's really powerful it kind of reminds me of like uh like strength like how you're supposed to use your strength and like you should like use it to protect those that are weaker than you you know exactly yeah yeah everything yeah yeah uh 
then we have, uh, as, as the plot summary said, Furo arrives and like he is furious. And oh, we see, we see like he puts the fear in his like uh, former crew. Like everybody's like sweating and it's like, we've been teasing that he's coming and like this is, it's about to happen. And mm -hmm. also we have like uh, this little moment of Nami trying to go for a Soros. Uh, Zords, but Django cuts, got, cuts her uh, with her uh, chakram, which is also the ring, which is like a ring-shaped knife he uses to hypnotize people too. It's also a yeah. weapon. And uh, yeah, it looks like uh, one of those like all is lost moments, almost like like Zoro yeah. is at this land when this Nami is cut, Usopp is, Luffy is leaving, everybody's out of commission. <laughs> and uh, and then this like real bad dude becomes, and like even his own crew is afraid of him. Yeah, I, I really like that uh, aspect where like everyone like in his crew is afraid of Kuro. Like it, yeah. it gives like Kuro this a lot of like hype, like you know a lot of like respect for him, like as as he's fighting, you know, because. So far, we've only seen him like plotting and using his intelligent, right? Yeah. And I really like this, like uh, foreshadowing that he's actually like the real deal. And I really enjoy how we get to see it for the first time, like Kuro just like showing his like emotions, you know, like just being pissed off, like you know. Yeah, you can see that he is furious, like this. Oh, like, yeah. Like his plans don't fail. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, that being said, I guess we move on to the chapter 33, yes. which is uh, Finnish name is Anneton, which means silent. Uh, this title is The Creeping Cat, which I quite like. It has a like, nice ring to it. Mm. And the Japanese title is uh, The Silent Man. Otonaki Otoko. And uh, yeah, we... Uh, I read the synopsis. Uh, Kuro gives his crew five minutes to finish up before he kills them all. Nami successfully gets Zoro his swords back, allowing, allowing him to beat the Miaoban brothers, only for Django to hypnotize the surviving member, uh, Buchi, to make him stronger. Nami then decides to wake Luffy up. And... Uh, yeah, I think. Uh, oh, I had another point about the uh, cover in here. It's like that I really like the energy in that. Like we have <laughs> uh, the three of flying in planes, and there's a gorilla in there, and I love gorillas. Oh yeah, uh, it's I just. I I, I really like. Yeah, I really like the smile and the energy Zoro is giving off like he's flying this amazing like I, I think this is like World War Two era yeah. fighter pilot, you know? And there's like this random gorilla that has like a bunch of bananas just screaming and Luffy <laughs> is in, on the back just eating a banana and it's just like so weird and like so full of energy and it's just like I love yeah. it. I, 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 I want more of this. Yeah, that, that's beautiful. And uh, in the chapter we have like, uh, yeah, Kuro is there and he is pissed and uh, the Miao Band brothers, like, they, they start to like 
doubt that like uh, Kuro has been like basically resting for three years and they decide mm -hmm. that like they are not to be uh, threatened and they like uh, decide to attack their former captain but then we see that Kuro is nowhere forgotten how to fight and he moves so fast you can't even see him and mm -hmm. he takes the brothers in his arms and like we see his weapons now he has this uh, uh, furry uh, gloves that have like a long blade in each finger basically like uh i guess you could call them like katana gloves even mm. and mm. uh those are his weapons and that's why like uh mary was so badly like cut and i love this scene because first of all of course we see like yeah they were afraid of kuro for a reason and also like as as the Miyaban brothers, as they like uh, boast how like they can't like beat uh, how how they are now stronger than Kuro, but you you can see that they don't even believe it themselves because they are so mm. sweaty and like uh, shaking. They are afraid, mm. but they still like try to act tough, and mm. it's like it's just like. Uh, really well like continues building Kuro's like uh yeah a threat that he poses yeah i i i really love that that uh, it's just beautiful it's amazing and one of the uh things that i really love is how they are doubting that maybe like resting for three years dulled his body his senses yeah. and which like Kuro shows like really fast that no that's not the case right and Django is also like gives an explanation that like okay I, I was fearing this is the case because when I met him he still has this habit of like fixing his glasses with his palm the, uh, the hand of his palm right which is like I, I, I wear glasses and I yeah. always thought like that's the dumbest <laughs> way to fix your like if you have these like five like long blades on your like hands like and if you, if you try to do that yeah it's not gonna work out and yeah. it, it just gives this character this depth and this like it's, yeah, it's amazing character concept yeah yeah nice like design and uh, yeah. yeah and also those like weird claw uh claw uh, claw clubs like give also like he's like a rather ordinary like normal looking design like more like uh, that one piece weirdness because yeah, they are yeah. like uh, hard to imagine like how you would fight with such, such a long like blade in yeah. your fingers yeah. but and um, yeah also we have like nami finally gets to kick the uh, swords back to zoro and then like uh, zoro now have his has his three swords and he demonstrates uh the three sword style and he uses this one attack in just amazing badass panels again where he takes mm -hmm. out like both of the Miao band brothers and uh, i just love that like panel like how like it how the brothers like fly in the air and they are like both have these x-shaped oh. cuts in yeah. them that bleed and, uh, and there's also like this line that Zoro says that uh uh, that um, three swords is not the same as three swords technique. And I heard mm. that like when I was in primary school and this book came out, 
there was in other class, there was like a One Piece fan. And apparently he loved that quote so much that he walked, 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 <coughs> walked around like the schoolyard uh, repeating that line to people. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Sadly, I never witnessed this this myself, so it might just oh. be an urban legend. But like, that's like adorable and so dorky at the same yeah. time. Like, I can't I, even. I, it's beautiful. Like, I really like how Oda draw uh, Zoro before he uses the attack. Like, the way he's positioned his hands. Like, the way the technique looks. Because when someone has three swords, it's kind of like like I've never seen anyone like done it you know ever and it's interesting how like Oda draws it so you can see you have like the two swords like behind his back in a way and the sword from his mouth is like just going between them right yeah and I I, I really like the amount of detail he like I'm sure he he was trying to imitate that uh, position, just trying to figure out like how he would draw. Is it like feasible, you know, to do yeah. a pose like that? It's it's interesting. Yeah, it is. Like I also like it. Like it's interesting because you never see the exact like moment of cut. You always see mm. like the position he starts from and the position he ends from, and mm. like it is kind of difficult to like. Uh, uh, build what happens between them, but still, like it's just uh, the um, there's just something like very badass always about those scenes. Like you, you it like like you start to think like these old like samurai films and like uh, these moments mm-hmm. where like it's so fast you can't even see and like it's it's really cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh... Moving on, I also really like uh, who we're talking about <laughs> about how we need more fat representation, yeah. right? and and the only brother that what survived is the the fat one, right? Yeah, and exactly. Zoro is also like contemplating like okay, maybe the reason why my technique didn't work on him was because of his body type. <laughs> this is like really interesting, in a way. Yeah, that's a little silly remark. <laughs> and we have this. Yeah, we have then like a Django hypnotizes Uchi who survived the attack, and like mm. we see him getting like even stronger than before. And I love the panel where we see like his like uh, chest and like his abs mm. that are drawn so clearly, but he still has that like fat body. And it's like I really like that panel. It's oh yeah. Like, yeah, like I can see the strength in that character in that moment, like physical strength. And, definitely, uh, definitely. Gets you like really excited for how the uh, fight con- continues. And I also love that like Zoro was not at all scared about like uh, Kuro's speed, because mm-hmm. like after mm-hmm. he took down the brothers for first time, he's like, uh, okay, yeah, I can take you on on to he says to Captain Kuro and like I love his like cocky confidence that he always has. Oh yeah. I I agree with you. And uh, one thing that I haven't really noticed it and I'm not sure if it's like 
a mistake on my part. Well, not mm. mistake, but maybe I'm reading too much into it. I've always had this idea, like an uh, image in my head, that the gloves that Kuro is using is just like normal gloves that have like uh, blades on it. But when I was reading it and paying more attention to it, I kind of like feel like it's actually like like furry gloves, right? I mean, yeah, the gloves, gloves that, Kuro... that are like uh, furry, yeah, like they are a okay, okay. I mean, I, I'm not sure what you're talking about. Like, they are like very hairy gloves, right? Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I always had this uh, image in my head that they were like just normal leather gloves. So it's, it's interesting to like find out these new details, you know, mm, like the opportunity. Take yeah. a closer look. Yeah, I think they're. Yeah, you can see that they are like uh, very like puffy mm. and like mm. soft looking, which is like ni yeah. nice contrast to the fact that there are big ass blades stuck in them. <laughs> I agree with you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that's uh, chapter 33, right? If there's yeah, something yeah. else you want to comment on. Uh, I mean, Nami wakes up Luffy, but it's, yeah. it's nothing, nothing. Yeah. It continues more in the next one. Yeah. Uh, chapter 34. Uh, <clears throat> uh, the Finnish title is. Uh, Hobi Mestari Krahador, which means Butler Krahador, and uh, the Japanese title is the same. Sichuti Krahadoru. And this title is A Humble Servant, which also, like, uh, yeah, fits. And uh, uh, yeah, I think, like, just because something isn't translated literally, I think it still can be really good if the meaning behind comes, and I think this yes. is something that like seems to sometimes very well work in these these titles too. Uh, anyway, Zhang uh, nearly kills Nami, but miraculously Luffy stops his stops his attack when he wakes up. Kaya arrives and tries to negotiate, but Kuro refuses to listen and tries to attack Usopp, only to be hit by Luffy. And yeah, um, <clears throat> I just the chapter starts with an amazing panel of uh, Nami's boot in Luffy's face that I just love <laughs> because Luffy's lying on the ground sleeping and whatnot. Yeah. And uh, we have this hilarious way of like Luffy rises and this uh, chakram that Jungle threw now hits Luffy in the uh, in in back of his head. And it looks like really painful because mm. it's a fucking knife in Luffy's head. But he just pulls it out and screams that it hurts. And everybody's like, how is he alive? And it's just like, and he like yeah. gets angry at Nami for stepping on him. And like, it's just the, like uh, the absurdity of it all. Like he had a knife in his head and he's just screaming, like getting angry and it, like, um, mm. And he's, but he's now ready to fight, and like, uh, it just shows so well what kind of monster Luffy really is. With oh his yeah, power. I I just love the energy he brings in. Like the second he wakes up, he's just loud and he's full of energy, and you can just feel from the pages like, okay, the tides have turned again. 
to the straw hat pirates side you know just yeah. when Kuro came in like there was silence this was like really anxious like you know atmosphere yeah. but compared to Luffy arriving it's just like full of life full of like energy and you like <laughs> it's just amazing and I also really love the small dialogue between Luffy and Nami where like Nami is like this is a fight we cannot lose and yeah. like Luffy's like Nami and like <laughs> she's like because of my treasures <laughs> she's like okay fine <laughs> so yeah, things really never change first yeah. like uh looks like nami is showing some humanity but he, she's after the pressure <laughs> after all yeah it's really funny and then we have like um uh, yeah uh kuro is a fucking asshole that's what this and chapter is about yeah like yeah, kaya yeah, yeah. finally arrives and like she's pointing gun at uh Kuro for and like hey like I want you to leave and okay but I will like I'm ready to give you my money and then Kuro is like yeah but that's not enough I also want to be like in peace and like I like that the townspeople are nice to me and that's why yeah. we have to like fake this attack and like murder you and it's like and then we see all these like flashbacks of Kai and Krahado like uh, mm. spending time together and Kahador being a really good friend, and then he's like, I hated pretending every day that I cared a stupid little girl, and mm. uh, it just like gets you like mad, and yeah. you really what? feel Usopp when he tries to like punch Kahador because what a fucking asshole. Yeah, I I, I agree one hundred percent, and it's just like. You really feel bad for Kaya also because yeah. she cared for this man that was part of his yeah. three like, years. Her three years, like you know, and there we were told also in previous chapters that Kaya lost her parents during yeah. that three years of time, and and I'm sure. Uh, Kador Kuro like was a really huge help for her, you know, getting over that loss and to be told that everything he did was a lie and he never cared about her and he always did this in the with the idea that he's gonna kill her, you know. Exactly. It's just like really heartbreaking and yeah, he's he's he's. A, Wow, like, I can't believe Oda made me care about him to think <laughs> that he's a good character. And now, now we can see that, okay, fuck this dude, you know? Yeah. And then but we have I... really, yeah. No, please go on, go on. I was moving forward. Oh, yeah, we can do it, we can do it. Please. Yeah, we have that really uh, satisfying end to this chapter because Luffy shoots a gum gum pistol to. Kuro's face, oh, yeah. and he really throws throws him off, and he's like, "Yeah, if you don't like getting hit, like there's hundreds more coming at you." Oh and, yeah, like yeah. it's like really puts up this. Okay, let's do this. We are gonna fight. I really, this. yeah, I really love that because uh it's it's really petty and pathetic that someone as strong as Kuro, you know, who's really a lot stronger than Usopp, 
is just saying shit like, oh, yeah, I remember you hit me once. Uh, yeah. I'm going to repay that favor. Like, uh, 100%, like, I got the impression that, like, Usopp's punch really didn't do any damage to him. You know, yeah, exactly. and he's still trying to take a revenge for that. And, yeah. You know, you know, and I really love, like, how Luffy gives him a real punch. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, there's another hundred coming your way, sir. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I hope you're angry. But yeah. It really is like uh, good at like uh, giving us the satisfaction, like first, like showing really how big of an asshole he is, and then like, but don't worry, we got this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Moving to the. Uh, next chapter, which is the last one mm-hmm. in the volume four <clears throat> name uh, the Finnish name is uh, Maki Toidennäytös which means uh, hill, second act uh, the beast title is uh, the steep slope and Japanese uh, title is uh, Neo Hill Road or Neo Sakamichi mm-hmm. and uh, the Usopp pirates arrive and attack Kuro, but he ignores their attack and badly injures Usopp. Usopp orders his crew to flee with Kaya, but Kuro sends Django after them. Recognizing Luffy as a Devil Fruit user, Kuro decides to fight him personally. And yeah, hell yeah, Usopp pirate crew is what my notes say. <laughs> I, they so are, the they kid, are. Kid, kids come from the forest and uh, Us- uh, because Kuro is still in ground from Luffy's punch, and they start, start to bang Kuro's head with like uh, they have like a frying pan, uh, frying pan, and uh, baseball bat and uh, shovel, and they just hit him and hit him. And then when uh, Kuro gets up, like he completely ign- ignores these kids, and like they are horrified, like their attacks did nothing because they're just kids, and this is like a, mm. basically a super person. Yeah and, uh, yeah, and yeah, the story most or well, like Kuro completely ignores Usopp and like and the kids, and he like yeah recognizes that Luffy has a devil fruit power, and he decides that like okay, I now now I can kind of understand why like uh you didn't like get up, so I'm gonna take this uh I'm gonna take care of Luffy myself, and mm. when I'm done. Uh, Jango, you better have my testament and the Kaya killed. And, yeah, uh, yeah. It is like one of those cl- classic moments when like a villain recognizes or gets pissed off by my character and like we see that like uh, that like yeah this where like a uh, uh, battle of the captains is coming up like yeah. big bosses. I, I agree with you but Quickly, one one question that I have is, do you have any idea how Kuro wears his gloves? Like, how does he put them on? I because, don't. <laughs> because if you think about them, both of them have, like, um, it reminded me, because there's this, like, I really enjoy this uh, one scene where... Maybe with his mouth. Yeah, maybe it's with his mouth or with his toes or something like that. But, like... <laughs> Uh, it's such a weird fighting style he has, which is mm. like interesting because Luffy also has really weird fight, fighting style, and I, I really like it, you know. Yeah. 
sure. I haven't yeah. ever uh, put any thought into how he puts those gloves <laughs> on, so I'm kind of like, I don't know what to say. He no, no, I, like I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. Yeah, that's more. Yeah. I also like noticed like this little moment where Kuro gives this casual kick to Usopp, and it's like, mm. it's just so disrespectful. Like, that's what yeah. I thought of that panel. Like, uh, he kicks him like trash. Like, that is like, wow. Yeah. Disrespect. Yeah. I, know, and, uh, I know. Yeah, and. Uh, yeah, I also really like how the fighting is starting, right? Um, yeah. Kurogi order to Django to go after Kaya, right? And Zoro has to fight with the Neon Bun brother that survived. And you get to see, like, Uso being kind of like a captain, like, you know? Yeah, and he shows I his really leadership like, skills. Yeah, 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 I really enjoy that part. Yeah, he, like, um, basically, he tells his uh, crew of kids that they have to protect Kaya and by mm. This way, he actually tells them to run away to safety, and mm-hmm. like we see, like this nice little Zoro, like is being like impressed by his leadership skills even, and uh, it's a nice moment yeah. that shows that like uh, Usopp has be has actually learned something while he's been spent while he spent his childhood playing a pirate captain, that it yeah. was like uh, not for nothing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you. And also, like, it, it shows how much respect the kids have for Usopp, right? Because, like, Usopp says, like, this is captain's orders, and they yeah. immediately, like, just, you know, okay, we're doing this. Like, Usopp is giving us, like, his trust. And yeah. it's just, like, really, I, I really like that, you know? It's beautiful. It's really beautiful yeah. scene. Then I also like the uh, little action we get in this server. We see now like uh, uh, Bachi with his like hypnotized powers. Like he is like mm. breaking rock with his kick, and it's like oh, even yeah. bigger than before, like catastrophic. And I really like this panel where he attacks uh, Zoro, and Zoro is like uh, cornered to to a wall, and it really feels like Bachi is coming with all his weight towards him. And there's yeah. like something really like uh, I can feel the weight on that picture. Yeah, I, I I agree with you, and I really like how Zoro like uh, replies to Butchie like I defeated you once, so <laughs> I'm not gonna lose to you. Like just get out of my way, you know. You lost yeah. once. Hypnosis <laughs> means nothing. Like yeah, let's just yeah. get this done with, and then we end with uh, Luffy and Zoro telling Usopp that don't worry. We got this, like, oh. it's all gonna be okay. When Luffy and Zoro says that, <laughs> oh my god, it, it means it, it means that it's it's okay, like, yeah, this. It, uh, like it's good now, like, don't worry. And I like that, uh, Usopp got the like leadership moments too, because most of it is fight lately. He has been like, he showed his guts in the beginning, but mostly mm. he has being like sidelined because he got that heavy hit on his head and yeah. in a way this has been like a, a straw hat then like uh, showing their powers to him and now he gets starts to like get these moments where he shows once again like shows he's got to them and there's like this uh, yeah. 
almost like a dialogue of action where they like oh, yeah. show these things that uh, show show their where they show their skills to each other and why they can rely on each other in the future. Oh, I I agree with you. Like uh, it's it's just really well done. Like you know, uh, Usub has gotten a lot of uh, screen, like a lot of light, a lot of like great moments, and how do I explain? It's it's not like with Zoro or Luffy where where like it's like he impresses the reader with his superb physical strength. It's always yeah. his heart, you know. And yeah, I exactly. really enjoy that. Like the it shows that there are there is more to the uh, action mm-hmm. than just like uh, literal fighting, and yeah. like uh, physical strength is not the only thing you need on yes. an adventure yes. and like. Uh, that we should also appreciate the other like stuff that comes, which I think is very yeah. important because like action and fighting, like One Piece does them really good and it's awesome. Mm. But like mm. uh, sometimes I guess like uh, I've heard that like people like don't then see the other stuff, which is like uh, yeah. really mind baffling to me. But like it's really important. Like it has a lot of things mm. going on. No, I agree with you. Like when I was a child, like when I was yeah. younger, and and when I was reading, like all of these deeper meanings ha- kind of flew yeah. past me. You know, I still saw some like uh, badass moments, uh, especially in the next book. I'm not gonna spoil mm. it, but uh, uh, Oda really shows, you know how it's not all about physical strength, you know? And I really respect that. Like, it's one of the reasons why I fell in love with this story, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well said, well said. And I think that is it for this chapter. Yeah. Yeah, and that was the last chapter of the book, but we also want to cover a few more topics quickly. Uh, Yes. In that last chapter, instead of a regular cover of uh, Luffy and friends doing something, we have a first chapter in a cover story that's about uh, Boogie and what happened to him after uh, the Orange Town arc. And so it's basically a picture of uh, little Boogie as we can remember. He lost his body and he is like at sea. Uh, uh, rowing away from piranhas <laughs> and like uh, it's just yeah. a fun picture there's much more to but like I remember when I first saw this panel when I was a kid I had no idea yet like I haven't like looked much spoilers or anything I was a bit mm-hmm. confused first because I uh, the Finnish translation doesn't like uh, explain it really well that what is it, it just says that it's like a, a mini series and I was confused, like, mm. what is there going to be, like, a spin-off comic book, or what this means? Yeah, but w- yeah. what it is, actually, is these are cover stories that, like, tell about One Piece side characters, what they are doing uh, after we last saw them. And uh, basically, these, like, covers of Bookies, uh, st- uh, moments of Bookies adventure replaces the regular covers for a while. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, when I understood what it was, I like fell in love with the concept. I think it's like a great way to uh, remind us of like uh, funny side characters and uh, 
keep them like alive in the story and show what they are doing and they are entertaining to like see and uh, many times they often like end up like affecting the actual uh, bigger story of One Piece and I really like love it. Oh yeah, I, I agree with you. I also, when I was younger and first reading this book, I was confused because I don't know why, I don't know how, but I remember clearly having this thought as a kid <laughs> that Boogie was dead. Like, so seeing him again, I was like, what? He died. Like, Luffy killed him. And, you know, <laughs> now that I have read a lot of uh, One Piece, I, I know how wrong <laughs> I was <laughs> with this idea for like many different reasons, but. Uh, I, I thought about that. It's always yeah. fun to re remember. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I also really like the design of the piranhas there, especially the one in the middle that has um, eye patch. Oh it, yeah. It looks like human, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's really it's, fun little detail. Like. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a lot it's of adorable. Fun. Yeah. So, uh, in the next volumes, we find out what Bookie being up to while yeah. we also follow Straw Hat. I don't think there's much else yeah. to say about uh, this first part. No, uh, it's, it's, it's good character building, like word building. Like, the story is going forward, but at mm. the same time, it gives Oda like a nice opportunity to also tell another story, like, you yeah. know, exactly. at the same time. So, it's, 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 it's nice. Yeah, it's, a, it's like genius idea. I love it. Yeah, and, I love uh, it also. Next thing is like uh, this extra thing in the One Piece books that starts in Volume Four is the question corner, where Eiichiro um, Oda answers the questions of uh, readers. And like, I always loved the concept, as because mm -hmm. uh, it's a way for the author and the readers to. Uh, interact with each other and the question corner in one piece is often like uh, full of like really stupid jokes that make me laugh any, every time and then there's also like you actually get like uh, cool information about the world that you don't actually need but as like mm. a super fan I just love all that like uh, little uh, information and tidbits like uh, oh yeah I, I I agree with you. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, it kind of like I I really like how most of the questions there are just like complete weirdos <laughs> and just asking Oda questions. And you you, you, you can see that like um, the One Piece like soul in them like can see that uh, what kind of person Oda is, you know. Uh, just like kind of like a view behind the curtains in a way, you know? Yeah, exactly. And uh, uh, some interesting things that I, in this specific uh, question corner, I uh, put in my notes. First of all, we have ages of our main characters. Mm -hmm. uh, we find out that Luffy and Usopp are 17, Nami is 18, Zoro is 19. And Shanks was uh, 27 when he was in Luffy's village, which, which was mm -hmm. 10 years ago, which means he would now be 37. And yeah. uh, it's just like uh, ages of characters don't actually matter, but for some reason I just like love knowing it. 
and oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like it is like uh, fun to think like these are basically children uh, going on an adventure, but like mm. it is just like something I find interesting, even though yeah. No, I I I, I agree with you. Um, I remember that um, there's um, how do I explain this? Uh, a fun fact is sometimes Ura hasn't fully thought about the characters like uh, what was the name when they were born like their birth dates like the day and the yeah. month and sometimes the readers have the opportunity to give uh, suggestions yeah that Oda. comes and like very later, but, like later yeah. and like uh, because he doesn't care that about that at all and yeah <laughs> i love that readers like get to choose them and there's like a uh big thing they try to fill up the whole year so that everybody mm. would have uh, would have at least one character that was born on their day yeah it's it's adorable and yeah. another thing is in the first question corner there is this one question and one answer that is like defines like one piece like in a yeah. nutshell okay. is that there is a question that how come all the enemies that luffy fights or meets are weirdos and Oda just <laughs> says that they're weirdos because it makes them more mysterious and isn't that cool and that's like uh, i don't know yeah. how to explain better you know yeah like weird is like cool and it's an actual weird like yeah. not for weird for weird sakes but taking like some concepts like like how about if these pirates were clowns or how about if these pirates all wear cat ears and what if this mm. uh, guy had a long nose and whatnot? Like, uh, not being afraid to be silly is cooler than uh, ever. Yeah. Can is cooler than uh, someone who's trying to be cool for cool sex ever can be. Yeah, one hundred percent. And that is and the o- official uh, statement of Finnish fan piece of podcast. <laughs> yes, one hundred percent official. <laughs> yeah. But uh, another funny thing that I remember from this SPS is uh, in chapter 13, there's another question that yeah. is, I'm, I know you're going to love this. <laughs> but uh, a reader asked Oda, like, how far can Luffy's arm stretch? And yeah. Oda gives, like, a completely bizarre, like, useless information, like, uh Luffy's arm can stretch about 72 gomus, but if he tries really hard, it can achieve 100 gomus, which is a record, and uh, something like that, which is like, it, it, it has no like value to us, you know? Yeah, but exactly. also, I've been watching a lot of YouTube uh, videos, like in uh, anime communities that like try to give uh, characters from series like power levels and stuff like that oh, just, no. for, just just for my okay. own fun you know and <laughs> stuff like that and, if it's and just for own fun for sure oh, but yeah. like power yeah. level yeah. concepts conversations oh. often get way out of hand and like oh yeah 100 and one of the reasons why i'm taking this uh as an example is that i remember in one video like someone was actually like debating 
that how far Luffy can stretch, and this like he was furious that Oda didn't give a correct answer about <laughs> oh, how many kilometers because he was like trying to calculate like Luffy punched a guy through a building and how much power in newtons and stuff like that. I, I, I love I love that someone is tr- uh, uh, using like comic book characters as a science uh, exercise. Yeah, that is that is beautiful. That is like uh, pure studying. That is like yeah, I love that. But mm-hmm. like, the thing is why I love that Oda's answer is that that is the kind of thing that doesn't matter at all, and it would yeah. only limit Ichiro uh, Oda from like uh, drawing the kind of like battles he want to, and then he would have to like follow those rules. And I agree. Well, you have to have some rules and limitations so that your story doesn't like break. There are also some things where you shouldn't limit that because then they come in way of your imagination. Yes, yes, I I agree with you 100%. And I think you explained my thoughts also like really perfectly. Like there's nothing else I can say. But yeah, I I wanted to mentioned this because uh, I really loved your reaction and I, I, I know we had like uh, something similar discussions like a while ago and it's just it, I really like yeah. it like I I'm really grateful we get to talk about on PC yeah. you know every week it's nice definitely uh, some other highlights I have in my notes uh, was the there was the short sort of an explanation of uh, Mochi's uh, hair, as we remember mm. from book two and three, that he was the, a boogie crew member who had like hair that made him look like a bear. And we have this little cartoon where we see that uh, if his hair grows more, he become, starts to look like a bunny, and the images are just mm. funny. I love them. Mm. Oh, and, yeah, me too. And, and we, he also had a picture of uh, Buggy without his hat. Yeah, that's awesome. true, like his hair and how silly that looks like. I just love like these like little uh, yeah. bits of like uh, when someone like starts to really think about someone's design and then they bring it to Oda and he's like, he goes with it and like it's really great. Like sees that either yeah. he's thought about it as well or that he like uh, has great imagination and he's able to like uh, <laughs> bring them on the top. um... No, like for me, I remember when I was reading to finish translations, like after every chapter, I was excited, excited to read the Constant Corner, which is like a really lovely feeling that I kind of miss, you know, because I don't read it anymore. But and it also shows like how great of idea and how well it works, you know? Yeah. And how like, uh, it shows how much you are invested in the story because you want to learn more about the world and you want to see the uh, the silly uh, interactions between the author and the fans. Oh yeah, I, I agree, I agree. Yeah, other thing uh, I had mentioned in my notes was that uh, indeed this book, uh, Oda confirms that those uh, <laughs> poop-shaped uh, things in Grahador's shape are indeed pictures of poop. And uh, <laughs> I love that he doesn't like take his characters too seriously, even oh, if yeah. it's someone like Kuro who 
who as a character takes himself seriously, but that doesn't mean yeah. that we have to. Yeah. And, uh, I, I... Yeah, then there's also like something uh, about like uh, if I dare to say philosophy of One Piece, which is like uh, there's uh, talk about how Luffy doesn't kill his enemies, and we are yes. we get a confirmation that uh, Morgan from uh, uh, Book One is still alive and present by his uh, firm, formal uh, former minions, and uh, Oda speaks about how in One Piece world. Everybody like uh, puts uh, their life on the line on something they believe in. Like Morgan had his power, and that's what's on his uh, what he put on the line. And when Luffy beat him, Morgan lost his uh, power and uh, his confidence in it. And same way, mm. like currently, Kuro is uh, trusting his uh, intelligence and his uh, uh, plans, and Luffy is challenging them. And Oda mm. says that, like, when you crush that uh, trust in yourself, it's like uh, embarrassment is like uh, big enough that you don't have to like kill them. That it's it um, oh, yeah. equals to that. And like, I really love that because also like it gives like uh, good characters a chance to come back. And like, I think we have like quite enough killing in other. Uh, yeah other like uh fiction so it's nice to have this one like uh that is able to have like ultimate violence while also like <laughs> being in a way like uh, uh yeah uh bumming you out with all the deaths I, I i i i agree with you you know and also i don't think it would really fit luffy's character for him to kill you know yeah no i just don't see him you know doing that yeah. but also kind of funny like how we had like a similar discussion before we started record. <laughs> to record yeah where there was uh, a death kind of that i was you were disappointed that someone some sort of way didn't die yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, but it, it's 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 a good rem- like you know to remember uh, the philosophy between behind the reason why Oda doesn't do it. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. There's also, like, a later I read somewhere that the reason Oda doesn't like killing, like, uh, good characters is because he likes to draw party scenes after story arcs. Oh, yeah. And if someone had died, then the party wouldn't be as joyful. Yeah, that's that's true. That's also true. That's, that's also yeah. true. Uh, anyway, other thing was uh, that I, like, met that... Uh, a reader asks Oda, like, how many devil fruits there are? And Oda says that about a hundred, which I'm not sure if it's true or not, but it's uh, what I think is relevant is that he says that uh, that place is full of people who have eaten devil fruits. And this, of course, mm-hmm. like, uh, everybody who has read One Piece, even to these four books, knows that we are talking about Brandline. Yeah. And I remember, uh, because it is in true that there are a lot of devil fruits users we meet in Grandline. Mm. And at some point I remember this conversation where people were like uh, complaining that like uh, we aren't these supposed to be like super rare. Like why does every like guy have have a devil fruit power now suddenly? And like here it is, the answer is very clear. In Grandline they are not as rare as they are in this area Mm. currently. 
so that's like it is yeah. built in the story i i do, i don't understand that like compliment complaintment in a way because devil fruits are such a unique power system and you know they're like really unique uh creative you know inspired designs behind yeah. them so like the more i get the more happier i am you know yeah exactly like they are the like uh most de delicious power source power source in the series and like they are yeah. such they are usually always very well defined and like uh, yeah it's just joy to see them and of course like this was like i heard this complaint like uh maybe like uh exactly like uh 10 years ago or even more than that mm. maybe mm. like 13 when i was starting reading one piece and like oh wow wow so, wow. so it was like uh, i don't i don't like any, anyone would like think that anymore at this point <laughs> i i don't think so too but also like i really like how clever devil fruits are as a concept because yeah. I sometimes try to write or like you know come up with like stories myself, and yeah. I always hit this wall of like having a power that is realistic, but at the same time I can explain, but I don't have to put that much effort into explaining because then it just gets you know boring and like you know it, yeah. it loses some you know, sort of like magic, but like just being able to say oh this guy ate a funky tasting <laughs> fruit again power <laughs> yeah you know that is why uh in marvel comics they came up with mutants so that they mm. wouldn't have to anymore like come up with individual origin stories for the characters yeah that's so, also clever. so it's good to have like some sort of like common source for uh superpowers so that you don't yeah. always have to like explain them like from the from the top yeah. like reinvent the bill every time you're like coming yeah, up with yeah. new funny superpowers yeah i i agree with you it's, I, I didn't even know that that was the reason why they did that but that's yeah. clever it makes sense wow <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you learn a lot you learn a lot certainly uh i think we are starting to be ready do you have like uh, some overall thoughts of all this that uh, was on volume four uh a lot of combat a lot of action and a lot of powerful scenes like yeah. usually and i really enjoyed it and the being able to read again the first sps questions and the first cover story it's always has a you know special place in my heart yeah it has that like uh one of those th things that have become an iconic part of one piece like you get to like how it all started again yeah and uh, yeah and i also feel like this good uh, new format might be working uh we have to um, see like how long is this episode but how, how did yeah. you feel about this i feel amazing i feel incredible i i feel like we are like learning a lot how yeah. to make these types of podcasts we're getting more confident and also this format is i, I feel better i feel better yeah. actually and if yeah. we have like uh listeners if they exist uh feel free to like uh tell us uh which format you prefer and uh, also if you like have no 
are able to tell why, then like we see if we can implement those in in the future episodes. Of course, uh, take in mind that we are always recording like this way early. We have yeah. like four episodes. Uh, we are always four four episodes uh, uh, forward from where listeners are. So it might mm-hmm. take a while for them to. Uh, for you to see them being implemented but you know we are yeah. open to uh constructive feedback and uh positive encouragement yes uh, when it comes yes. to things that we can actually uh do something about mm-hmm. we are not going to become uh, more fluent english uh, speakers in a week we are not going to be able to get better equipment and we are too lazy to edit <laughs> <laughs> for now for now but like <laughs> but if you have something uh, <laughs> constructive and positive to say that doesn't include those things then yeah uh, yeah, yeah well no i i yeah. i feel like the more we speak in english the better we become like the Certainly. easier it becomes and Certainly. the more we record the better our flow becomes you know so there's are things that we are trying to improve and honestly the only way we can improve them is to doing it you know so yeah exactly so uh looking forward to the next week we are talking about volume five uh the title is uh, for whom the bell tolls and uh yeah and it has chapters uh from <clears throat> 36 to 44 36 uh, from 44 and uh yeah read that and uh we read it as well and uh <laughs> one i'm speaking yeah we will you will hear about us again next week and uh until then, uh, I mean, say something nice. Uh, I love you guys. I oh. love One Piece, and uh, I'm excited to see you guys next week. Hells yes, and we are yeah. sending you uh, love and respect. Uh, bye bye. Yes. Bye. <laughs>